0: Jim Carrey, Matthew McConaughey Please come to the diary room (laughs) (laughs) Is it good? I'm Meg Jensen
1: I'm Noah Jensen
0: I'm Eliza Jensen (laughs) Welcome to Twin Peaks
2: Gosh, I love movies
0: show where a pair of actual real life human twins and me too uh, and our sister make a double feature out of two movies that share some kind of similarity a tenuous connection and then we decide which one accomplishes its mission better welcome welcome welcome, welcome.
1: can you believe it we made it we didn't get cancelled we, <laughs> we made it through
0: pilot we week. made
3: it to pilot through pilot week.
0: <laughs> yeah. um yeah this is our second episode uh, if you haven't caught the first one please do so. Although this is definitely going to be the better of the two because I'm mediating this week. Oh, yes,
2: indeed. Um,
0: Meg's in the driver's seat. I am in the driver's seat. If you're not yet familiar with our voices, just to remind you, I'm Meg. I've got Noah and Eliza with me. This is how Eliza sounds. And this is what a Noah is. (laughs) (laughs) This week we are talking about a pair of films that's connection is fairly controversial. Uh, This is the first of our episodes that come from a category called twin films. That's just yeah. what Wikipedia We're going
1: we're going to call them, it, yeah like. this connection where yeah kind of classifying them as twin films. Yeah.
0: yeah. So basically what twin films are are films with like undeniable similarities. Um they're very similar in plot in terms of like the premise, especially, particularly for these ones, and they are released in really suspicious, similar timing. Close. And Un- it happens so close. much. Like, the Wikipedia list own. for twin films. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. Huge. The one that um, jumps out to me the most would have to be Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attack. That's yeah. the one I the have to That movie. and
1: White House Down and Olympus Has Fallen. All episodes we might do one day. Completely, like kind of yeah. yeah. They're, like, identical. I, I was reading, though, that a big part of that connection, though, is that explains it more is that a studio will get a script and then pass on it and then make their own version of the script oh, while the original so script gets made at another. Mm-hmm. So that actually explains it more. That's what happened with, I'm pretty sure that's what the Olympus Has Fallen thing is.
3: Oh, because,
1: so it actually does come from like poaching scripts. I thought
3: it would be, because you know how with uh, Doctor Strange Love and Failsafe, mm-hmm. it's like, one of them, Stanley Kubrick, found out Failsafe was coming out, so he was like, oh, we got a race, and my movie's going to come out first. And it's like they race to be the first wow. one out, kind of. Yeah. I feel like that might happen a bit sometimes yeah. as well. Well, it's also the it's interesting so thing, tiggish, the thing that like, makes it interesting with this
1: show is there's two cases, either a twin film, they both become so average that they negate each other, or well, one of them winner. is just so clearly better that the other one is regarded worse than it actually is. Anyway, though, we should probably get onto what those well, two yeah, films are. Well, when I
0: was say that, I would, I would argue that our films this week sort of yeah, speak to the latter of those two. I think too. they do. What so, they, what are the movies we are talking about this week? We are talking about... Truman Show by oh. Peter Weir, and we are talking about Ed TV. I'm
1: The <laughs> episode. <Hallett. Who's laughs> the that king shit? of oh my mediocrity. God.
0: So, uh, just for a quick little synopsis. The Truman Show is a 1998 American, it's classified as a satirical science fiction film. It's directed by Peter Weir, uh, well-known for Doing Dead Poets Society. Um, It was produced and written by Andrew Nichol. Um, You may be familiar with some of his work, including Gattaca, which also lends itself to the tone of this film in contrast to our other film for this week. Uh, this film has this kind of parable element to it. Mm. Um, The Truman Show. The Truman Show, yes. Roger Ebert, the critic, is uh, quoted as saying that the conflict between The uh, Truman Show and Ed TV, which is our second film, Mm. um, is the idea that The Truman Show is a parable and Ed TV is an ambitious sitcom. So what is Ed TV? You probably aren't familiar with it. It's probably the lesser known of the two. It is a 1999 satirical comedy directed by Ron
3: Howard, as is it I even said. satirical? I, I didn't laugh. Did you laugh? Oh, I, I, I love. love I don't think it's satirical. I think it's just a comedy, right? Like, Yeah, comedy. I don't know. This is what you yeah. is saying.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's directed by Ron Howard. It stars Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Amazing. Um. Also, there's a performance by Elizabeth Hurley in it as a hot girl. There is. A vapid hot girl. Love it. Mm. Uh, I would say Jenna Elfman gives quite a good performance. <laughs> but we can get into that.
1: I think that. Ellen's my too, but We'll get into all of that. And yeah, Ellen's generous yeah.
0: with some of her uh, yeah. acting, which we luckily don't have to see that much of anymore. Oh, do we I, want I think she's true. Okay. <laughs>
2: Actually, we, she's have we have yeah. to yeah. Let's go
0: back to the Truman Show. We have to go to Truman Show. So, like I said, the Truman Show, 1998, Peter Weir. It stars Jim Carrey in... His first serious role, maybe? I think he did Man Man on the Moon maybe. Man on the Moon, yeah. Yeah, so uh, sort of as he's moving away from his huge comedy career, the Mm -hmm. film definitely taps into his comedy, his physical comedy especially. Mm -hmm. Um, He plays opposite Laura Linney. Love really her. good performance. Love Laura Linney. Um, in our house, Laura Linney is remarked as the woman in Love
3: Actually. Yes, almost got the worst plot line in Love Actually. The worst plot line in Love Actually. <laughs> in Love Actually
0: <laughs> and she says to her brother,
3: <laughs> don't do
0: that, my darling. Don't, don't do that, my darling.
3: Such <laughs> a weird line reading. <laughs> terrible, terrible yeah. choice.
0: Um, but, yeah, the Truman Show follows Truman, the protagonist, who is a adopted by a... His name is Truman Burbank. He's adopted um, by a television studio and becomes the unsuspecting star of The Truman Show, a reality TV program, and it just follows his life. Yeah. Um, I would say most of our listeners would be familiar with it. People love this movie. Huge yeah. movie.
1: I've, I think the thing that watching it I, that, that kind of comments on that great quote by Roger Ebert um, that really sticks out to me with this film is this is a film that every time I watch it, I... Find the most impressive thing about it is that it it like this is the film with like it's kind of one of those things we're like oh like i wish i'd come up with that plot first yeah. like it's such a great idea but the thing that makes the film so strong is that this film's focus isn't in the gimmick of its idea it's about the f- like the thematic ideals inherent to what would happen if that happened. Like, it's not about, a, it's not a film about, like, what if your life was filmed? It's a film about, like, loneliness. It's a yeah. film of, like, mm. the yeah. thing, the actual, like, it emotional idea. It goes beyond the premise, mm. which is kind of what EdTV suffers from. Um, mm. I think there is a beautiful truth to this film in the sense of being, like, surrounded by people mm. and, and feeling so alone. Lonely. Yeah. yeah. That's really profound. The, think, the most, oh, sorry, after
3: you. I was going to say, do you think that comes from the script or is it all Peter Weir and the soundtrack of Philip Glass? That's think
1: That's bo- oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, think bo- I think I think I think it's a show, um, a movie where everyone, like every department comes together to do terrific work. To me, there is a lot of like Peter the my favourite directorial moment that makes me go, Peter does a lot of work with that concept mm. is Peter. Peter, yes, Peter. Mm. Is <laughs> Peter. Is um <laughs> when I, I, I've been thinking about it all week. Quite like with last week with Parent Trap, mm. the um The bit with the cabinet. My (laughs) one for this movie was when, so Truman gets a crush on a girl and Mm. it feels like the whole world doesn't want him to be with her Mm. because obviously he's being pointed towards Laura Linney. And um, he's talking to her in the library, but he's not supposed to be. And there's a shot where she's like, so she says, if you want to hang out, we have to hang out right now. Mm. And then there's a close up of her eyes and you're like, this is the first time anyone in his entire life Mm. has anyone has ever told him the truth. Yeah. Like the beauty of looking in someone's eyes and being like, that person is actually looking at me and seeing me like those kind of details that make you go. That's why we remember Truman Show. Yeah.
0: Okay, I would agree with that. I would also say, though, if we're going to speak to its its sense of humanity and the idea that it speaks to, like, a loneliness and sort of this discontentment as well with mediocrity or whatever, um, I would say a lot of that has to do with Nichols' influence. Um, so the director, Peter Weir, is sort of... Um, sort of quoted as saying we needed to lighten things up. Um, the casting choice, um, casting mm. Jim Carrey in the role, in my opinion, excellent choice. That, yeah. But the, that decision sort of um, came from Weir who said he wanted to lighten up on the script because it. Nicol, who, who, um, as I said, uh, did Gattaca, which is a more serious sort of mm. dystopic um in a similar way, sort of like a parable.
3: Kind of like speculative fiction more
0: than sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah, if we're thinking about um, in the context of other texts, maybe like Margaret Atwood, yes. kind of yeah. that idea. Um, so the film, I think, sort of it, its tone is, is bur- borrowing from that kind of dystopic idea that, yeah, that kind of thing. But I, I think that's a really good thing. It has its moments of humour absolutely Mm. but what you're remembering about this film isn't that it's funny it's that it means something yeah i think
3: it's more tragic casting like a funny sweet guy like if it was ethan hawke he's funny like he's cool i like him but the fact that it's jim carrey and he is this entertaining clown makes it so sad because you're like oh my god he's performing for the world and he doesn't realize it like he's like this performing monkey like in this happy like little golden cage and he doesn't realize it you're like Mm. that's so sad like he's this super positive person and he doesn't realize all this shit's like hanging yeah. over his head. Yeah, I think and it's, going oh, from sorry. that, and it would work. It just it like more serious guy. this works because of Carrie. I think that's why.
0: Totally.
1: It works. And I think part of what is so great about that performance is that it makes you be more sympathetic to a world that would allow this because you go, he it, it make he is so likable that you get why audiences would feel comfortable watching him and not being faced with the nature of that they've essentially imprisoned this man. Yeah. I think uh, we were talking about this recently. Um. In our outside lives, about yeah. how I think if this was made today, uh, Bill Hader would do this. I think Bill Ooh, Hader is carrying the yeah. tradition of Jim Carrey in the sense of um, good comedians, just like great actors. I think are great people. Yeah. I think it, I, I never really get the thing of like oh, like you know Steve Carell's going dramatic. Like
0: no, I would. I said would have it's a whole
1: element that like. To be that funny, you have to have such a grasp of, like... Yeah, it um, takes like being funny is a, about funny. Is about an openness. And like also just the
0: idea that comedians are the saddest people in the world. Oh, like, of course. And that's, there's such a release, of that's the
1: same with Robin Williams and his yeah. whole career. Like, There's yeah. a release to being a funny person in that you want to give to other people.
0: Actually, if we're thinking about that, because Peter Weir did do Dead Poet Society and mm. did cast Robin Williams in that, I wonder if that is... Uh, is this a theme for him, like a pattern with Weir, that he does want to cast a comedic yeah, actor totally. in a more serious that's, role because they have true. that sense of mm. humanity to them I don't know it's an interesting yeah. thought um, but it definitely works here in my opinion yeah and also um,
1: that he's he's surrounded by people doing such not exaggerated but like I love the idea that they because everyone else in the film is playing a character in their day-to-day life, they are quite caricature. Yeah, like characters. the twins or Laura whatever. Yeah. They're
3: literally always shot through, like, this crazy fisheye lens. Fish eye so lens. it yeah. looks like the video for Black Hole Sun, the, like, sound <laughs> yeah. one music video. Like, yeah, totally. that distorted suburban look or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I, I kind of wanted to ask you guys how you feel about the... um, Because the one of the great choices that this film makes is the first... Like a, a whole lot of the movie, we don't get the content. We obviously know that we he's inside of TV. Yeah. Show, I forgot how long
3: it takes, but it to takes to ages take it until to. we meet well, Christoph gee, and stuff. The reason behind the show. But then the when that Christoph show. bit happens, how Play do we feel it about happens.
1: it? Because I I don't mind a context drop because it is one of those films where you're like, oh my god, I want to know all the intricacies of this world. Yeah. But then if I, that would be a classic. Be careful what you wish for because then that wouldn't be an interesting film. But mm. that bit with Christoph... It feels like lazy storytelling to me. It's yeah, just like a it's big, a bit obvious. It's like and through an interview as well. It's like, oh, the one time we're going to interview you and give you all the information that yeah. you wanted to know. Audience, like it just feels a bit lazy. Even though I do respect the film for not doing a big old
0: sooner, yeah, like exposition sooner. dump earlier. In See, the first yeah, minutes. I, I definitely would claw, agree to an extent mm. that it can be lazy, but I do think. It's execution is like Ed Harris. It's a strong performance. Wow, oh, feels a yeah. bit in that moment. I, I
1: think it's kinda of roles he plays. I don't think it gives him much room to be. I think it's Pretty on the nose, like Christ. And he's like this god of this place. Oh and stuff. yeah. Like, he's wearing he a, a turtleneck and like, his name oh, is a little oh, beard. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
3: yeah. I think also that Truman is like true man. He's the only true, true man. man in the world. Yeah. Like everyone oh my else god. is an actor. Wow. wow. Real yeah. eyes are real also, eyes. eyes. Also, I love art. <laughs> Do you remember in we've talked about Flat Earth so much in the past Earth. This movie is like uh flat earth like Cold no, item. So. Like people who believe in flat earth are like, it's like in the Truman Show, man. Like, what if, uh, what if uh, it's all, we're in a dome and everyone's lying to us and stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: interesting. Like,
3: it is, and there's like the Truman Show delusion. Like, you can see why yeah. someone would latch on to this movie and be like, well, that is something yeah. that I did Feel want to talk insecure. about and bring
0: up with the Truman Show. And this would probably be, I was thinking about doing this a bit more in contrast to the other film we have after this episode. But basically, the Truman Show, uh, not because this, Delusion didn't exist before the Truman Show, but it gave it a name. There is such a thing these days called coined the Truman Show delusion. It's where an individual oh, wow. thinks that they are being filmed for reality TV. It's uh, kind of like, um, kind of like a denomination of schizophrenia. Um, but oh. it's a diagnosable mental illness. That's um, what you're like in the bathroom, though, when you pretend to I am to like vlog. that in the bathroom. Like, today I love to walk. Do you <laughs> love <laughs> <dental>? <laughs> <It's like nobody. laughs> I'm not deluded because I do have two followers. They're my two <laughs> friends. <laughs> and I send them in our group chats. And <laughs> I love them. Um, but, yeah. So I just think it's interesting that the cultural pull of the Truman Show is very wide when you are giving a mental illness mm. a name with, like, this name. That's like, right. I, I think that's interesting. Um just as a side note, there's a really interesting podcast episode of This American Life. It's I've written it down here. It's episode 529, and it's called "Seeing Yourself in the World." And it describes – in the wild, sorry, and it describes um, the Truman oh, Show is delusion. This the
3: guy? Yeah. Really good. He hired like a documentary crew to film it while he was going through these
0: psychotic episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it happens in you're you're manic. You're in a period of mania when you believe it, and you come out afterwards and you're fully convinced
3: yourself. And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember when I thought a dragon was chasing me and things like
0: that. Wow. Very interesting. Okay. Shall we move to our second film?
3: So, our second
0: film for this episode is Ed TV, starring Matthew McConaughey. All right. Yeah, that's good. Thank good you. on <laughs> Mike. Uh, it is more of a comedy take on this premise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea, uh, the main departure from The Truman Show um, in Ed TV is that Matthew McConaughey is a willing participant mm-hmm. in this reality TV. Show basically a camera crew follows him around and ruins his life. Like it is a
1: reality show. It's a reality show. It's just, he's followed all um, the time. Yeah.
0: Notable performances by Jenna Elfman and Woody Harrelson. I just as a flag, I do love Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. I think
1: both of these pretty cool. yeah, so cool. I think both these films have terrific performances. I think. Without McConaughey, again, this film falls apart. I think he's mm. so okay. charismatic.
3: He's
0: hot. Yep.
1: He is attractive.
0: Uh, this film does feature Ellen DeGeneres in I think role.
1: she is great in you this. You
0: thought she was I don't think her. she's bad in this movie. I think she's quite good in this movie. I just don't like Ellen DeGeneres. One of the big mistakes
1: it's the movie does is, like, as it really goes up the rails, tacky. you just forget about her in the last, like... Yeah, oh, the
0: thing with her like eating ice cream in her room or whatever.
3: Like little moments where they try and make her seem like really pathetic. Yeah. Don't you like, think oh, she seems on. so different? Like it's like in that movie in a TV she's acting whereas now if you watch Ellen every day it's like she's just dead behind the eyes. She is she's like dead behind, behind those eyes. eyes. I don't know. Ellen, like, Ellen but, like maybe that's why I'm coming with mm.
0: into it with this really like oh
3: she's so oh, sold
0: out. No, <laughs> I, like a, I I thought she was fine she was Yeah, fine.
1: I thought so as well. I w- was surprised. I think this Film is the classic Ron Howard experience. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, you watch a film and you're like, I hired my I brother didn't. to be
3: a main character. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and you're like, I didn't waste my time. I won't this remember movie has this. You can watch
3: it with your dad. You can watch. I watched. It I laughed. Plane. I truly
1: out loud laughed points. I also thought there were lots of bits that I was like, that's a really funny. Like I actually think the concept. It's a very misogynistic film, which we should talk about. But mm-hmm. I I thought that the there were lots of ideas in it, like scenes, and I was like, that's such an interesting idea. Like the bit where. So he's essentially, like, Liz Hurley is, like, come for a date because we're going to mm. get down. Mm. And then the whole world, yeah, like, is, like, looking at the TVs and, like, having essentially, like, viewing parties for mm. them to have sex. Mm. And I'm, like, that's a pretty fun idea. Like,
2: we the whole set of and like, like this.
1: the way that he was, like... Because the idea of, like, being nervous before a date and then as you're driving to the date... The streets are lined with cops, being like, "Good luck, can buddy." Do it. Like that's a pretty yeah. funny idea. Those kind of yeah. bits, I was like, those touches are where I go. I don't mind this version of the Truman Show thing. This is a big episode where I think when we compare these films, we can go into a lot more stuff. Because my 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 big one here is that this film in in the first kind of thirty minutes, it feels like this is a rom com, yep. and that feels yeah. like there's a real narrative spine yeah. to that film. Yeah, and then. The rom com thing kind of goes away, and you're like, well, what are we doing now? So and I actually think we were...
3: Elfman is literally just in a different state. In a different state. The rest of the movie. We would just remember this film more if it,
1: it were a rom com. We would distinguish I it more from Truman show. Agree. I think it should have just been a straight rom com.
3: Mm-hmm. No, Where I would quest, agree. yeah. Would that just be a rom com about what if the whole world hated that you and your girlfriend were together yeah. And yeah. because your life came And you be had no intimacy yeah.
1: and you had no privacy. Your
3: bosses were like, probably... you gotta date someone else. Yeah, yeah that's probably the film's honesty.
0: Like its most honest moments are when Jenna Elfman, uh, who plays Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend, not girlfriend, girlfriend. Sherry, what's her name? Because uh, he pronounces one. it Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. Because he's like Sherry or something. Mm. <laughs> Sherry. Yeah. It's R- S- H- H- the
1: first H- big A- event R- that happens that makes EdTV popular is, is, is that the infidelity. he cheats. Yeah. The infidelity that you're like, oh, that happened quickly. We're like mm. the movie just started. Mm. How are so, we going to get this rom com to go the whole movie? For and listeners, then,
0: what happens is. Yeah. So Jenna Elfman's character Sherry is dating Matthew McConaughey's fictional brother, played by Woody, Woody. Harrison, Ray, and uh, Ray cheats on Sherry with another woman, and it's caught on camera. And oh, then Sherry and Ed of EdTV sort of had this little moment, spontaneous. I've always wanted you not. Um, right. So it's this nice little, oh, fun little controversial beginning, and then it just loses its way. It's like, if we are really meant to be convinced by this like romance between the pair, give me the romance. Like, give me yeah. them trying to be together and it not working. You know, like the nice moments when you're like, oh, like that's sweet are when he pushes the crowd aside and picks her up, a up in the crowded nightclub and, so, okay. and they go and escape to mm. the kitchen. Yeah. That's what you like. You don't like. You know, when we depart from that and we lose that, is when we're losing any of McConaughey's likability because he's going for Liz Hurley, mm. and we're sort of losing that. Yeah, that the crux yeah. of the the honesty.
3: I guess I think the movie would actually be like crap if it was anyone other than McConaughey. Like, imagine if it was Tom Hanks or something. Oof. Yeah, you would just be like, oh, this so this character has no agency whatsoever. Like, this girl wanted him, and then she didn't, and then this girl wanted him, and he there was like a funny he fell on a cat i don't know i thought that was kind of lame but Mm. and then it just does not work out for unspecified reasons Mm. and then like in the last five minutes of the movie he has autonomy and he's like i don't want to be on tv anymore but until then you're just like oh cool you just do whatever the fuck people want you to do like it's quite boring i think
1: there's some emotional beats though in this film that i was actually like you kind of did tell that story from beginning to end in that like at first i was like oh, okay, you're kind of commenting on that thing that we all talk about with, like, Married at First Sight and The Bachelor, of that thing of, like, what cheap, stupid TV, Mm. like, that doesn't do anything for anyone. It's, like, such mindless viewing. Who would watch this? Mm. And for the first hour, I was like, are they just dropping that and they're not doing anything with it? Mm. But then at the end of the film, they do kind of approach the thing of, like, well, it is, you can say what you want, but you're capturing, like, a life on TV. Yeah,
0: this is someone's life.
1: Like, that's someone's life and, like, what it is to see like, the most minute little, like, elements yeah. of people living their life, that that's the most powerful element of reality TV. Yeah.
3: yeah. Like, I feel
1: like they kind of did tell that.
3: But I feel like the movie wants spiral. to have it both ways because they want mm. it to be, like, they also want to have this message that yeah. everyone thinks their life is normal, but if you were being filmed every day, you would realise, oh, fuck, my life is a soap opera. Like, you know, he has two dads and his mom like, sleeps around and, yeah. you know, he has these, all, all these women mm, after him yeah. and stuff. It's like, well... That's too coincidental that his life explodes. Yeah. And like he has this little crazy past. Yeah. And that it's all caught on camera. And it distanced me from the story a lot. Oh, I would definitely agree. Even though I I guess... thought it was funny. Like I love the Woody Harrelson's book that was like my yeah. brother pissed on me or whatever. Like that made me laugh. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. And it has
0: a now let's just flag that because you told me this, Eliza, that it's the same little um late night TV interview Harry host. Harry
3: Shearer. Dude, yeah. the voice of like Reverend Lovejoy... In and Principal Simpsons. Skinner in The Simpsons Wait, is in both Truman Show and Ed TV. As oh, the same He's Ron. the guy that that's... interviews Ed Harris.
0: Oh,
1: that is weird. Isn't
0: weird? And they came out the the, the in like
3: production of, each other.
0: of both films. It's like would have been very close. You could have it's said,
1: very very "You
0: needed to tell." <laughs> yeah, you definitely need to <laughs> Look, tell. Ron Look, Howard. Ron,
1: I should probably just flag this with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just so you you guys have heard what they're doing together. Ron road. would have bitch.
1: Ron would have been like, "Oh, that's fine. Whatever you want." Yeah, you guys do your thing. We'll do our own. God, Ron, we Say, Ron, just imagine having that little director. vision for anything in your life. Yeah, it's the definition mm. of the guy you get in to do a job when no one else no one wants, wants to, do, to do, it. do it.
0: And I guess we would say that you know, when you talk about a film, you talk about the choices that it makes. This movie, or Ron Howard movies in general, they're not making choices, they're painfully average. We're just well, let's just show what's happening. Um, yeah. I'm sorry but I
1: love you Ron but Ron will bend over
0: Ron's <laughs> greatest feat in my opinion is Arrested Development yeah. as actor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, i <suppose>. actor <laughs> totally. oh yeah totally I'm not an Arrested Development
1: person but... oh I am mm-hmm. I really, not am, that I don't like it I just don't I love
0: it um, but yeah no that's interesting another thing that I thought was interesting and this is only because I'm a real rom-com girl but um, I don't have a character name because I don't know. Maybe it's Mar- It doesn't matter. It just,
1: they just Whatever. does What's not, the not name? fucking matter. <laughs> <I> just...
3: <laughs> the friend <laughs> who he plays pool with. Uh, oh, my God. Guy from Fargo, season one. Hmm. Yeah, Adam... Oh. Goldberg? Goldberg. Adam
0: Goldberg plays the exact same role in this movie to Matthew McConaughey as he does to Matthew McConaughey in How to Lose a Guys in t- 10 kidding. Days. Are you kidding? God, that's he's weird. He's like Maybe the they're real, actual real life friends. I something. reckon they probably are because he's the friend and in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I'm oh, yeah. Sure. He's, he's, he's like, like, oh, no, who, man. I think you should. It's like, you should do Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought that was a funny little thing. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah. Okay. So.
1: Stunning. Is that Ed TV?
0: That's Ed TV. Now it's time to compare the picks. <laughs> Whoa. So time to talk about the two movies, The Truman Show and Ed TV, in comparison. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to start the conversation by saying uh, they obviously, they did come out very close together. That's sort of mm-hmm. a big reason why they're in the category of twin films. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ed TV, oh, I start The Truman Show actually. Truman Show made 264 Point one million dollars at the box office on a sixty million dollar budget. That's compa- more than
1: Face Off made.
0: It is. It is more serious.
1: Yeah, Face Off was made two hundred million. Yeah,
3: huh.
0: and that's a that's a that's huge budget. Right? It also critically did very well yeah. for itself. Surprisingly, didn't get uh, carry. Uh, any a, a nominations he... Oh, really? Or no, no. Was it
1: nominated for best picture? It, it
0: had no, not best picture. It had best I have direction. Have come with
1: information. Yeah. Oh, um, weird. Best screenplay direction. Has he won before to win for Mastercard. <laughs> okay, great.
0: <Weir>,
3: are. <laughs> I don't know that. Let me check. Um, I really I love w- Peter
0: Weir.
1: I love him. What a good boy. Peter and
3: Peter he's Hanging Rock. Witness. Aussie,
1: Aussie, Aussie, mm-hmm.
0: Aussie. He has. He has really great. Our mum loves
1: Picnic Hanging Rock.
0: I love. Who Peter doesn't yeah. love Picnic Hanging Rock? It's a good one. Um, so yeah, and then in comparison, EdTV. Grossed thirty five point two million oh, wow. yeah, on an eighty million dollar budget. Oh, holy shit! Wait, Wait, it was, it was more plot? expensive. It was more expensive than the Truman Show. Than the Truman Show. How? They were
3: filming in San Francisco though, whereas oh. Truman Show was filming in some random like housing Lots development in Florida. Something. Wasn't? Well, it? they just built the yeah. sets probably. Yeah. yeah. No, it was like an actual like housing oh. estate. Like oh, you could live there if you want to. How
0: cool is that? Imagine living in Truman And then the final scene, obviously, that's on the soundstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which can we just sorry aesthetically? That is just like him climbing That's a tattoo. I think I've seen a lot of people have tattoos of it because so, you know why it's it's oh, so memorable gorgeous. it's a real moment and if we're thinking it's one of I these love,
1: cinematic images like one of the great ending
0: I love images. thinking about movies in that sense of like what what is the first image that like strikes me when I think of this movie you know and what do you like, think of when I say EdTV? tv, Ed TV <laughs> I don't know like what am I thinking I
1: think of Woody Harrelson in that purple tank top.
0: Oh, Sex he, what a, a god. Stick. He looks I so think good. He, loophole, he looks hot in that film. He does
1: look good. Um, I think this is a classic example of what we should call the twin film complex, mm. where one film looks worse than it is in comparison to the yeah. other one because they came out so close together. So close together. TV because to I genuinely had a good time with Ed because I was... Trapping myself to be like to that's a horrible it. film because
0: like, yeah. Truman shows the better is fun. film.
1: They just came out way too close together.
0: Yeah. So in terms of their missions, what what is the Truman Show trying to do?
1: Yeah, that's true. I think there is a very distinct difference in, in goal here. Mm. Um, I, I think the agree. Truman Show is, uh, as you said, a parable. I think it's trying to teach about. I think it's actually trying to say something about the way we engage with other people, in mm. the sense of like that we should live our lives, uh, in like with more regard for.
3: I yeah. people's someone privacy or someone privacy else's... Privacy
1: or per, agency, agency or... Agency, yeah.
0: Yeah. Also, the, just the idea of, like, the commerciality of life. Mm. Like, the idea that they literally appropriated someone else's... Someone's life for
3: commerciality. Don't they even. say, like, he's the first baby to be parented, to by, be parented by a, a corporation? A corporation. Yeah. yeah. Things like that. I think we're that's, an like interesting Bexie.
0: discussion. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's trying to teach an emotional yeah. lesson. It's trying to teach about empathy and about, yeah... Yeah. capital like capitalism yeah. to some extent. I think like, it's uh, very
3: open ended like I think it inspires a lot of different readings. Like it can kind of be like there is that christianity reading. Yeah. I think it could just be parenthood like hmm. wanting to really protect the someone and control their life and that they'll necessarily have to force their way out yeah, of it. Like if you love totally. someone let them
1: go. I I really struck out to me this time so it's getting a bit off the topic with the comparing but it really stuck out to me this time the the best part of that interview bit that we talked about probably might give a bit too much context. But when Christoph is like, if he really wants to leave, like, he can leave at any time. If he yeah. really wanted to, he would. Yeah. And then the whole final act is him, like, almost controversial, like, almost killing him by, yeah. like, manufacturing the storm and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's a really interesting idea, as, as Eliza said. Like, it, it, it can be seen in so many different ways because I think it's such a universal story. Um, it's... You see yourself in The Treatment Show when you see that film. You see, as you said, like it's the kind of thing that makes you think about, it, it, it gives validation to feeling alone even when mm-hmm. you have so many people mm-hmm. in your life.
3: It's very like broadly spiritual. Like I can imagine like a Buddhist and a Christian and like some crazy like solipsist, like flat earth, a big, like uh, all identifying with. Flat earth. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fl- I think I am, what is it? Flatter. <laughs> <laughs> I think <I'm> flatter. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, um, and I think EdTV is trying to be a fun. I think I, I think it's trying to be a really entertaining, funny time at the movies that teaches a little lesson about uh, privacy and mm. why and, and the the need to like.
3: Do your own thing. Yeah.
0: Even just that sort of underdog tale. I don't care tale. enough
1: about the MTV definitive. So, yeah, I don't
3: know. I can't no. like give it a bit of credit. Like, like, not be you too mean do. to it. It's <laughs> not like that. Yeah. that. And I think it is clever when you're watching the, like, the diegetic... Camera shots of them tracking it around and watching stuff. You are engrossed, and you, you. I felt like I was catching myself during it, being like, "Oh, I would watch this," and that's wrong. Like it tricks yeah. you into being entertained it, by it, Matthew it, McConaughey it, it, and stuff.
1: Yeah, and it does. I think it does give a window into it being like we have to, con- like, really be considerate or at least acknowledge what the lens, like, our relationship to reality t- tv rather than just being like, "Oh, this is on." Yeah. Like it teaches yeah. us to be like what. Am I reflecting by watching, watching The Bachelor? This.
0: And what does this mean like? For what the what of my take? values
1: am I shelving? Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. What am
1: I actually presenting? Like the, how passive being an audience member allows you to be, mm. rather than being active and being like, yeah, this, yeah, I feel this way. Like I'm yeah. disregarding this element of the way I view the world by doing this.
3: I think yeah, I think it does have a cleverness to it, but where I feel like I could show The Truman Show to anybody, and it speaks to so many different contexts and is, like, eminently relatable. It transcends relatable. At the gimmick yeah. of the plot. It's I about human nature. I think feels so 90s. Like, yeah. the actors in it, like, so Jay Leno, 90s. RuPaul. Oh <laughs> like All the, like, celebrity cameos, you're like, oh, I don't know exactly when this was made. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty- I would totally so agree did. with that.
0: I would also, yeah, just say I think it has that... And so much of this has to do with the fact it's Ron Howard that this is just a very mass appeal movie. It's a funny. This is the premise, and
3: there's not much more. Yeah, than the it premise. goes for family drama yeah. over and Truman shows like psychological exactly. existential yeah. trauma. Exactly. And I yeah. think
0: you know, even just the idea that. Like, if you go on the Truman Show Wikipedia page or whatever, like, this this movie's being studied in, in schools. It, oh, yeah. It's a really, you know, makes itself very, available to so many readings. Yeah, thematically in a way accessible that EdTV, as well, even
1: though it's a very profound yeah, film. Yeah, profound but very accessible. Yeah.
0: And it does so in a way that it, it's it's quite striking. But also, T doesn't do that, but it's not trying to. Mm. It's not as if they went and said, let's make a
3: profound movie with A T V. Um, they set yeah. out to make something more minor, yeah, like TV, a fun diversion.
1: Again, it has that thing of, it, it feels like they weren't, even though they weren't setting out to make a big, deep reflection of human nature, they couldn't help but go, this concept has so many possibilities that what they actually needed to do is go, well, if we're trying to make this film, we have to actually shelve a lot of those on possibilities and pick a spine. Again, be a rom-com and talk about privacy and... Yeah. Invasion and in, even invasion about of that barrier,
3: how the media hates women and shit, like how oh, yeah, they I like yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the film kind
0: of hates Styles women colour. as well. So yeah, so we're, like, yeah they're not that. So final verdicts. Uh, I, mean. I think I know what we're all saying. Do you want to say it on three? Three, two, one. The Truman Show. Yeah,
2: Truman
1: Show.
0: Truman Show unanimously. I'll be saying, not to say it's just it's unfortunate. Sorry, NTV. It's just unfortunate it came out so close to. Sorry, buddy. So we say Truman
1: Show, but with respect, a little golf clap for (laughs) NTV. Your place in history is undeserved.
0: Yeah. I would agree with that. Great. Well, congratulations to the Truman Show. Woo. Woo. Time for Triplet in the Attic. In this segment, we each have to pick a deformed, rejected third little piece of media a song, it could be a movie, it could be a recipe. A dance like last week. I don't know
1: what else. Oh, yeah, a dance. Are oh, we really I really think, a think that am like,
3: really not picking I'm This salad reminds me so much of. <laughs> Eat this with
1: love. This dry piece oh. of bread reminds me of that TV. Look at it
0: alone. Sorry, yeah, uh, but anyway, we, we pick something. That we think acts as a thematic triplet to our double feature. Yeah, the double feature week. experience. Uh, so it could be a little interlude between the films. I don't know what you guys have picked. Mm. Um, uh, do I? I'll start. Yeah, I go for it. This week, picked uh, the stars. I believe original. It's kidding.
3: It's oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, love you love that. You love that. It's
0: uh, his latest. Uh, project. He stars in it as a, is it like um, Mr. Rogers? Mr. Rogers of... sort of pseudo-character. I
1: know nothing about anything around it. Is it completely original or is it like a... Yeah, is it's a,
0: Michelle it's Gondry. Gondry. Yeah. Oh, and wow. And it's fabulous. I did not know that at all. It's I just a, know
1: that behind-the-scenes video
3: thing. That, that crazy, crazy long-take yeah.
0: video. Uh, it's a TV series. It follows um, Jim Carrey, who plays a sort of Mr. Rogers-style kids TV presenter, beloved, and also his private life and sort of the unravelling of his mental health and self-esteem. It's really interesting. It very much speaks to what we've already spoken about in this episode, the idea that comedians and the funniest people amongst us are the saddest. Mm. Um, It's also especially profound to see Jim Carrey in this role because if you know Carrey and you know his personal life, he himself has had real issues with mental health and things like that. Yeah. Um, So I would definitely recommend watching the show, if not for uh, Carrie's, like, amazing performance um, for its incredible production there's a really interesting behind the scenes video which no one mentioned because i showed everyone heaps um it's them doing this one take shot and the choreography even if it was just a horrible show it did speaks to the you know the technical the technical prowess impressive. it is such an accomplishment yeah um so i would, I would recommend that it's a good one. Yeah. um watching that as a little triplet in the attic, why, right? You know, think
3: Jim Carrey, like, Do you think Jim Carrey goes for with his serious, serious, like, dramatic um, projects? Why do you think he goes for kind of whimsical, like, slightly surreal stuff, like his Michelle Gondry movie? I think, I movies? think he mm. is
1: really a, an artist that's very aware of that thing of that comedians are, the, uh, yeah. Like, so there's something about giving giving joy when you yourself don't have it yeah. or when you're suffering. I don't know, kidding. But I feel like that's something that in a lot of his work I see. Yeah, in all the editing Kaufman stuff. Like too. it's very yeah. precise that in mm. Truman's show he has that much levity, that is that light.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think Harry just as an actor, as a personality that we know that who's so beloved, he sort of is like the you know, the guy in nineties films. Um yeah. in terms of like all those comedies that everyone knows and loves. Um, We remember him as that. You don't love them? The Mask. Brilliant. <laughs> liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that, Carrie, and that's one chapter, and there's a new chapter and where we reflect on, you know.
1: We should do Liar, Liar and Yes Man because they're like the same movie.
3: Oh, that's good, yeah.
0: That's a
1: good
3: one. Yeah. Version. We know Yes Man weirdly well. I, I love like really yes, yes Man. man. The that's the like, we are in chance by proxy. Yeah, you, like, <laughs> love their music. They have really
0: good no, music. Yeah, what's Zoe Chanel. Um, she's sing? like,
3: don't call me past 11pm.
0: This is getting cut. No.
3: <laughs> um,
1: yeah. yeah, that's a good one though. Yeah, yeah. kidding. Good, <laughs> yeah. kidding. That's, <laughs> that's my recommendation. And Noah, what about you? Uh, so mine this week is um, I stumbled upon it on YouTube a while back, and I, I it's something I've recommended a lot for a long time after watching the Truman Show. I don't know if this these movies work really as a double feature back to back, even though they are quite different. I don't know, but um, watch this one after you watch the Truman Show. It's a behind the scenes video that they did that's it's kind of um so the Truman Show opens with interviews with the actors talking about their life on the Truman Show. Mm. Like the Laura Linney character being like, yeah, being like It's the lifestyle. Wise. Like blah, 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 this is my life and then the best friend being like, I am his best friend, even though I'm playing a character. Like mm. I like that whole thing. Um essentially it's just a collection of clearly there was so much footage mm. that they used all the leftover bits to make it's almost like in the world of the Truman Show. It's like a twenty-minute video, mm, and that. it's a really cool behind-the-scenes video because it does, as I said, like the movie doesn't give context to stuff. It, it doesn't give like loads of explanation of how it all works, the intricacies of it, which is good. But you still are interested, mm. so it's fun to have the movie be a tight film that does that tells the human story it needs to. And this is this 20 minute thing that talks about things like, uh, Truman's neighbor, how his bin has a camera on it. And it's like, you know, now we're going to meet so-and-so who invented the bin camera. And then like, it talks to him and then it like goes to each person and talks about the product placement. And it talks about, um, how they control the weather and how they manufactured all these different things. Um, it also gives an insight into, as we talked about, like how the characters are quite heightened. um, how hard they could have gone. Like, Laura Linney's mm-hmm. character in this behind-the-scenes thingy, you see, like, whoa, Romantic they could have re- like, like, Literally, she's, like... The interviewer person's like... And, uh, you know, there's been much fan... Like, viewer controversy around the fact that you fell on Truman's lap so that you would be picked mm. for the show. And she's like, well, I'm not going to answer that question. How dare you imply and all this stuff. Laura, and it's just, like, a fun Don't insight. do that, my darling. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, my darling. <laughs> yeah, um... So it's kind of just like a fun little Truman Show short film so, into the world yeah. of the Truman Show. Oh. And um it's I I am not actually not really sure how to I know they put it on Nickelodeon when it was on. You can find it on yeah. YouTube. It's called The Truman Show Rare Video and I think it's on a lot of this new special features on um mm. the DVD. It's just one of the behind the like the special features I've enjoyed the most Thank of you. all oh. the special features. That's my triplet in the attic
3: for this
0: week. Yeah, great. What's, What's your triplet? My triplet
3: is the best show on Australian TV. Gogglebox. Yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm like, a huge Gogglebox fan. Yeah. yeah. Loves I find it. Gogglebox, like, so soothing to watch I love for it. some reason. It's yeah. meditative. And I think that's a good choice. Mm, I think it's, it's such a, like, humanising watch. Yeah. And clearly they curate the households that they're showing to be, like, who's going to be likeable, who's going to – like, generally they all have pretty progressive – they come from pretty, like, liberal point, points of view and stuff and, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe there isn't that much true variety in who gets to commentate on Gogglebox and stuff, but watching it and being able to identify with what people think of a program and, like, starting to pick out and be like, oh, my God, that kid just graduated so from amazing. year 12. Like, yeah. lucky and stuff. It's even such
0: even just seeing these yeah. people in your real life. Like, we, we've come across. Yeah, we I we've bumped into know, that one.
1: I, I, I went to school that with one our sister school was one of them one of them went there. So
3: the now like watches. every week you just watch her like, every week I'm like, oh, that like whatever thing they're
1: watching. Yeah, no,
0: but it's funny and it is really humanising. It's really nice. Mm. You feel like you know them. But it's spooky as well. It like, is it's it's weird just to watch and you've if you've watched the T V programme that they've watched because it comes out like the week after, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. you've watched this episode of Survivor, and then you watch them watching the episode of Survivor, and, and you're like, the that's the exact basis yeah. same thing. Yeah. That's episode, like all I think don't have the same ones. I just like am being, I'm, I'm verbalizing what mm-hmm. I'm being told to like. I've think.
1: genuinely learned lessons from Gogglebox as well. Mm-hmm. Like my it's big Gogglebox. thing is, I'm like, for me, it's always important to watch other people enjoy media and be like, I may See feel like get I get know, know yeah. a lot, or like I enjoy a specific thing a lot, so therefore, like. Like at Everyone different should. stages in any cinephile's life, you've been like, "I know better than you," and if you disagree with this thing, then I think you're wrong. Yeah. So like, I actually find watching Gogglebox Go quite important to be like,
0: not, that be is actually Everyone valid than what that
1: person thinks, even mm. though that's not what yeah. I think the thing. Like, Everyone's
0: opinion. Sometimes I watch a
1: movie and I'll be like, "That's what they took from that." That's yeah. a, That's part of making a movie is that you aren't just making it for the people that are like right on the line of.
0: And we'll understand every reference and the viewpoint of what you want. Yeah. your film to be. That's true. I, think, I would, yeah. yeah. I'd say everyone's allowed to have, like, entitled to their opinion unless that opinion is that White Chicks is the best movie of all time because White Chicks... Shut up. up. <laughs> people love that people
1: movie. People love White Chicks. Guys, we will, we will never be watching White Chicks.
3: What's a good one? White Chicks and... They
1: love White Chicks. They love... Um, white the Chicks hot chick. and White People love... You, people are like, I know Adam Sandler socks, but You Don't Mess With The Zohan is, like, actually a really good one. I'm like, I okay. have, I like, have like,
3: to say, of Adam Sandler <laughs> movie, oh, oh, You Don't Mess With The Zohan is pretty good. Wait. <laughs> He goes. What? Don't mess with the Zohan. Click is pretty good. (laughs) Punch drunk. Are you kidding? Oh, I mean, we're talking about about comedy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his movies that he like is the driving force behind. I guess.
1: You you don't mess with the Zohan. Is the one. Yeah. Billy Madison.
3: Mm, Yeah. And I like Click. I don't know you know. Click gets every
1: single dad. God oh, it's so sad. That's a dad movie. Being
0: rejected says. and like crying. Oh. <laughs> anyway, wow. thanks so much for listening to this episode of Twin Peaks. If you had a good time, which I know we did, but if you did too, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. And please leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening from because it will really help spread the word about our podcast and we just really appreciate your feedback for future episodes. Um you're also welcome to shoot us an email if you so desire. At email address is twinpigspodcast at gmail.com um that'll also be in the show notes and if you have yeah any suggestions for episodes questions hate mail um we're open to most things. Everything, why not? We're there for it, totally. If it's like
1: we hate your show, we'll be like, someone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tell Meg to stop talking about her TikTok. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Um, Also,
0: if you want more young people talking about movies, you should definitely check out Rough
3: Cut. Eliza, what's Rough Cut? Yeah, roughcut.com is an Australian (laughs) film criticism website that I founded along with. Some really great young writers. Uh, yeah, if you're keen on reading a bit more criticism, maybe some more highbrow stuff than the kind of chill discussion we had here today, then yeah. it's, yeah, there's terrific stuff on there.
1: It's the shit. It's really good. It
0: is the shit. So it's thank funny. you so much. And thanks to Anthony as always.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's a legend. Pleasure.
0: And for our, our art. And uh, that's it. Twins, Twin I'm twinning Twins. here. Twin party. I'm going to keep
1: on. Fi- I will find one that uh, really clicks.
0: Twin. Mm. Twin, out. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> Twin out. <laughs>